0: LinkedIn. If your business is B2B, is it the absolute place to be? If your business is B2C, should you ignore it? Let's talk about that today in episode 10 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Already at episode 10, the podcast. I'm really excited about how well this has been going. All the feedback I get, people telling me where they listen to the podcast. So if you listen to the podcast, leave me a comment in the show notes and tell me when and where you listen to the podcast because that's the kind of stuff I love hearing about. Today we're gonna talk about LinkedIn. It's a hot topic and one that's been coming up for me a lot with my clients. People keep saying to me, so-and-so told me I absolutely need to be on LinkedIn. This is where I should be focusing all of my attention because X, Y, Z. So let's talk a bit about LinkedIn, whether or not you should absolutely be there or whether or not you shouldn't because there are a lot of really strong opinions about LinkedIn and I want to get into those. The first thing is that regardless of whether or not your business is dealing with other businesses or you're dealing directly with the general population, Having a good, solid LinkedIn profile is important. Why? Because people look people up. That's something we all tend to do. If you've heard somebody, if you're thinking about working with somebody, people look those people up. And LinkedIn comes up really high in Google search. So if I'm going to look up somebody on Google um, with their name, their LinkedIn profile is likely to be one of the first things that come up. And if you come up in my LinkedIn, if you come up in my Google search and I click on your LinkedIn profile, is what I'm going to see what you want people to see? I think it's really important that if you have a LinkedIn account at all and it's active, you need to make sure it looks good. Not just an old photo of you with almost no information. You want to make sure that what's out there represents what you want people to know about you. But beyond just not looking bad, how can you make it look good? I want to talk about the fact that you need to put in your LinkedIn profile all of the things that will help people understand what you do. It needs to be really clear. It needs to show your work history but your summary. So there's there's a few sections that I want to talk about you really using to their best potential. One is the little headline section right underneath your name. You want that to tell people what You do when people search your name comes up and that little line comes up and so if it says owner or partner which is what mine used to say to be honest for the longest time that's not going to tell anybody what you do you can actually put a full sentence in there mine says I help business owners learn to use online marketing so when people search and my name comes up what I do and how I can help and who I help is the only other thing they really see other than my photo and my name and that's gonna really help them decide whether or not they want to click through and find out more about me. So that's one section I want you to think about updating to make sure it's really clear that it helps people understand what you do. The next is the summary section. That's a section that has a lot of space that people don't use. That's a place where you can fill it with the kinds of keywords people might be looking you up for, that you can talk about the different programs, products, services that you run. Make sure that's full of really solid information on what it is that you do. Use the space. Think about what search engines might find. Don't just have it be a short listing of the services you provide or say, I can help people with X. There is so much potential for you to really put some juicy information in there. Don't discount that area. Okay, what's the next section I think you should look at? I want to talk a little bit about endorsements and recommendations. So if you have been using LinkedIn you may have heard of endorsements and there's a lot of talk out there about them and how they're not very useful. But I have a philosophy on that that not a lot of people talk about. So what are endorsements? When you go to your LinkedIn profile, you set up what your skills are and then people can endorse you for those skills. So they can go and say, yes, Lara knows about blogging, Lara knows about social media, whatever it may be. And what happens is people endorse you for skills. They will see it either by coming to your profile and clicking on it or LinkedIn gives people the opportunity to agree with endorsements up in the top. When you go to LinkedIn, they'll say, does Lara know about blogging? And you have the opportunity to either close that window or say yes or no. So people have a tendency to sort of get in an uproar about those endorsements because what happens is people who have never worked with you endorse you for skills and then people feel that's misleading. How does John know that I know anything about blogging? I have never worked with him. And so I think you need to change your perspective. If that's something that you've thought about, you need to change your perspective when it comes to endorsements. I believe that those endorsements act As a measure as to whether or not what you put out into the world conveys what you do. I want people to think that I know about online marketing. I want people to think that I know about email marketing and blogging and Facebook and strategy and that I can go and speak at their events. All of those things are things I want people to think about what I do. So if people endorse me for those skills then I know I'm on the right path and so far the things that come up the most for me are Facebook blogging email marketing it's clearly out there that what I do is what I do every once in a while somebody will endorse me for event planning because I used to run a conference and while that was an event that I planned that is not a skill that I think highlights who I am and what I do if that was something that came up a lot then I would have concerns so I think it's important to know that what you have on there first of all you want to make sure that the skills you have on there are the ones you want to be known for so that you give people an opportunity to endorse you for them and then if people are endorsing you for skills even if you've never worked for them know that it's not that they're saying even that you do it well they're just confirming that that's what you do you are known for being an event planner for being a therapist for being able to help with relationships, for being a fitness person, whatever it is that you may do, you are demonstrating that people actually understand that that's what you do. On the other side, there are recommendations and that is the same as a testimonial. So nobody would give you a recommendation if they haven't actually worked with you because that's meant to be something that they write. They're writing out what it's like to work with you and what that means for them. So recommendation is that testimonial piece, not an endorsement. An endorsement is just a measure of what people think you do. So you need to differentiate those in your head so that you don't feel like they're the same thing. Following up on that recommendation piece, those are also really important to get. So I really think that you should try to make sure you have at least a few. How can you get them? There are a couple of little ways that you can do. One is you can just ask somebody. If you have a really great customer, you said, would you mind giving me a recommendation on LinkedIn? I would really appreciate it. And you can also ask them if you can then take that recommendation and use it on your website. So you can use it in more place than one. Another way to get recommendations is to give recommendations there are a lot of situations where recommendations can go both ways either you can give a recommendation based on the fact that you have worked for someone or maybe you have exchanged services in some way. If there is a way that you can go and recommend somebody and they will have an opportunity to do it back they're far more likely to do it than just think of it up on their own. So that's one other way to try and get a few more recommendations. My last LinkedIn tip for today is to think about using the publishers tools. LinkedIn has created the ability for you to publish content right on their network. And what's nice about it is you can take old content, you can take old blog posts and go there and publish it just like a blog post right within LinkedIn and have people on that network see it, view it, share it, like it, and so on. It won't always get a ton of views but sometimes they pick up and they really spread. So it can be worth doing because on top of it being good content for you to share and potentially have it spread the articles that you post show up really prominently on your LinkedIn profile. So when people come and search for you and they're trying to figure out what you do and if you're credible and they come to your page the the most recent few articles that you posted will be very prominently highlighted right there for them to see. So it's a really great way For you to highlight what you do to people. So there you have it a few really basic tips on how you can use LinkedIn. To recap I really think everybody should have a really well filled out profile even if that's all that they're doing. Once you have that it's great if you share more content and you publish content but as long as that first thing where the right information is there for people to find is there that's the most important piece. Think about endorsements and recommendations in the right way and they're going to really do some good for your profile and what people find out about you. And don't forget to try out that publishing tool because it's an opportunity to share content you already have anyway and to highlight what you do on your profile and to maybe spread out to some new audiences as well. As always I really appreciate your feedback so come to the show notes today at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 10. Leave me your comments on what you thought about this podcast. Leave me a comment on how you use LinkedIn and what you think of all of these things and feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Look me up, send me a note so I know how you heard about me and then I'm happy to connect with you there. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and I would always really appreciate a review so that more people can find the show so that I keep making episodes and all the links to what I talked about today, including a few more articles I've written in the past about LinkedIn will be in the show notes at larawellman.com podcast 10. Thanks for sticking through me with the first 10 episodes of this podcast. I'm having fun doing it and I'm looking forward to making a lot more. I have a whole bunch of fun interviews lined up over the next few weeks. So you'll be hearing about media and beliefs and all kinds of fun things. Until next time, I'll see you online.